Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Well, is it the night before Clinchmas? The Edmonton Oilers will try to lock it down tomorrow against the Colorado Avalanche. Of course, we will preview that game as we move along tonight. Here's what's happening in the NHL this evening. Start of the second period, Philly up 2-1 in Montreal. Early second period, Panthers leading the Wings 3-1. No score, Sabres and Devils. Pittsburgh leads Boston 2-1. Jets, who will not make the postseason, up 2-0 on the Hurricanes. Kyle Connor has his 44th. Late in the first period, Rangers taking it to the Islanders. It's 3-0. Andrew Kopp has all the goals. Natural hat trick, now 21 on the season. Later, Maple Leafs and Lightning. Flames will take on the Stars. Kings play the Blackhawks. The Blues play the Sharks. And the Canucks play the Wild. If the Canucks lose in regulation time, then they can no longer pass the Oilers. The Oilers' magic number in points to ensure that they finish ahead of Vegas and to ensure that they finish ahead of Vancouver, is two. If they finish ahead of both those teams, they can't finish worse than third in the Pacific Division, and so therefore they would be in. Look, the Oilers are going to get in. It's just a matter of when. It would be cool if they did it with a victory tomorrow as opposed to perhaps on a night in which uh, on which they didn't play and they got in by another team losing. So that's the situation. If the Oilers just win tomorrow night, Overtime, regulation time, shootout, doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter what the other teams do. They will be in the postseason. And again, as we've kind of been talking about for two or three weeks, the very likely first-round opponent is the Los Angeles Kings. Some other scores to tell you about here. Blue Jays won this afternoon 3-2 over Boston. They're 8-5 and five on the season. NBA playoffs, Minnesota up big early, 39-21 after the uh, first quarter against the Grizzlies. Oil Kings get going in one hour at Rogers Place. The playoffs are here for a team that's been robbed of the postseason two years in a row, years in which they uh, would have been favorites to maybe win it all or go very, very deep in the Western Hockey League. Lethbridge tonight for game one of the best of seven. Cam Moon will check in from uh, Rogers Place a little bit later on tonight. Uh, Lots of fun stuff coming up on the show tonight. Craig McTavish is on between 6.30 and 7. Kelly Rudy between 7 and 7.30. And later, I'm going to talk to Gene Principe, but not just Gene. I'm also going to talk to a uh, local music producer, Chew the producer. And, well, okay, here's here's why. Let's listen to this little snippet from a song. We're going to peak at the right time and win the division. We're going to win the Stanley Cup even with all the restrictions. I'm not predicting this premonition of fictionless fact. We are the city of chance bringing that money. Okay, so that first voice there, that's Gene Principe. And yes, that is Gene Principe rapping. Just when you thought Gene could accomplish no more, he lays down a rap track. 
Pretty impressive. Gene's going to tell the story, as will Chew, the producer, a little bit later on tonight. That's uh, that's going to be fun. I I have never been asked to rap, thankfully. I, I don't know of another Edmonton sportscaster who has been asked to rap. I'm sure it's perhaps happened with uh, others. I, I don't think Stoff has. I don't think Jack has. I, I'm pretty sure Mooner hasn't. I, I, I don't know about any of the other guys, but as far as I know, they haven't been asked to rap. And if they have, they, they haven't had a recorded rap song. So that is Gene Principe. The song is called uh, Ghosts of Our Past, and it's going to be available to everybody digitally and all that fun stuff on Sunday. So we'll have a little preview tonight and we'll tell the story behind the song. If you would like to chime in, you can call 780-496-0063. You will get bonus points if you wrap whatever it is you'd like to say to me tonight. That is the hotline presented by Certain Teed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certain Teed, pro all the way. You can email insidesports at 630ched.com and you can follow me on my ever-entertaining Twitter account, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Kellen, I don't think we've ha- ever had anybody try to rap on their call. We we did limericks it certainly one night. would be a first, yeah. Probably uh, it was probably a year and a half ago. We did limericks, and we we had a lot of people writing in limericks. Well, I don't yeah. think we've ever had anybody rap. Well, Gene Principe is rapping enough for everybody, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be fun to have Gene on the show. Fresh. I believe he wants to be called the Fresh Principe of Rogers Place. Ooh, yeah. That that's that's good. That's good. I was trying to think of like a North End pun or some, something like that because he's from the North Side, but uh, that's even better. I like well, that. Well, you got time to come up with one, some kind of North End name for Gene. I, I don't know the names of many rappers. I'd have to look them up. It's not it's not part of my it's not part of my immediate database. The fresh speak. fresh Punsapre, uh, uh, he, well, He's known for his puns. Well, too, he but. could be the Punsapre. <laughs> you just pulled a gene, an unintentional gene by Kellen Kennedy, calling him Gene Punsapre. So anyway, that's later on tonight. That's going to be fun. 5.30 tomorrow is the face-off show. The game is at 7 from Rogers Place, where the Oilers have been almost unbeatable lately. Since March 5th, 11-0-1 on home ice, the one shootout loss was against the Colorado Avalanche and head coach Jay Woodcroft says, uh, yes, indeed, the league leading abs are a measuring stick. Yeah, I think it is a good opportunity for us. I think the schedule is what the schedule is. So we don't control who we play down the stretch. Our focus, uh, as much as we respect Colorado, how well structured they are, uh, their points totals um, is speaks for itself and commands attention. Um, but for us, we're putting a lot of focus on just kind of refining different parts of our game. Even this this morning, uh, the way we got better this morning was through our meetings and through our rest and recovery. Um, and in our meetings, you know, as much as we talk, we give our teams pre-scouts on the other team, a lot of our focus goes to us and little tweaks and little moments within games where we might improve um but certainly we're gonna have to be at our best when the colorado avalanche come to town well i think the Oilers have been pretty close to their best in the two previous meetings against the avs and i think it is a measuring stick now colorado i you know i think they're kind of more in a mode here 
where they're looking to be healthy and be in tune for the postseason. I, I don't know if this game is going to be quite as important to them. We'll get a story from their broadcast booth in about six minutes with Connor McGahee, who does the play-by-play for the Avs on Altitude Sports Radio. But I'm curious to get his perspective on this matchup against the Oilers and the two previous games from this season, because here in oil country, we're talking about great games Oilers prove they can play with anybody. Yeah, they didn't win, but five on five, they were right there. And, you know, they got them into overtime and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm wondering what the Avs are thinking about taking on uh, Edmonton. Fun moment. Well, a couple of moments last night as the Oilers uh, sealed up that win against the Dallas Stars. Good old Mike Smith, always entertaining, always flamboyant, shooting for the empty net. How do you uh, assess your offensive performance yesterday with the two attempts at the uh, empty net in the last two minutes? Terrible. <laughs> I'm in there to stop the puck, I guess. Suter will now pick it up for Dallas, dump it in, glove down by Smith. He's going to take a shot at it, but it's gloved down at center. Fox able to glove it down. Oh, I wanted that one. I know, you can hear it. That's the most exciting oh. you've been all season. <laughs> Not much time left in the game, and trying to get the puck out more than anything, but um, it's hard not to have it in the back of your mind when you've done it before, so up two goals uh, in that situation, you're just, I mean, both of them happen very fast, so you're obviously just trying to get it out of the, the end more than anything, but um, keeping it out is more important. Well, he's been very good at that lately, as <laughs> Mike Smith. So, fun moment. I think uh, it would have been extremely loud in Rogers' place had he been able to score a goal. But we have Will, who wants to chime in here on the Certainty Hotline. Will, go ahead. Okay. I know what to say. The Oilers going all the way. The Oilers know how to play. That's what I say. Hey, that's pretty good. Did you just write that spur of the moment? Yep. <laughs> now, are you a rap fan, or did you just figure, I'm going to try rapping for the first time with Wilkins on the radio? Well, I like rap, but, uh, yeah, it just come out of my mouth. Well, that's that's pretty good. You enjoying the season to this point? Yes, it's awesome. Oilers are doing fantastic. I hope, uh, and I know they're going to go all the way. Okay. Hey, Will, I really appreciate you doing that, man. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks, bud. All right. Well, you know what it's like, Kellen. We put out, sometimes we just say stuff. We say if people want to try it, they can do it. You, you never know if someone's going to respond or not. So good for Will for stepping up. We will send him. Uh, yes, the uh, power we'll of give the him a choice. He can either get one of our few remaining canned hams or I will uh, personalize a compliment for his pet or pets uh, with the caveat that I will not compliment tarantulas if he has a tarantula as a pet yes uh, you can call in to rap or just rap about uh, the oilers or any sports related when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Topics. We will get Connor McGahee on the line from the Avs broadcast booth when we get back.
Okay, Oilers Avs tomorrow calling the game for the Avalanche. We welcome him back to the show, Connor McGahey. Connor, how are you doing? I'm good, Reed. This is uh, this is one of the best places in Radio Land. I love it. Thanks for having me. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, and you're welcome anytime. And I'm glad we got the <laughs> chance to talk here. I want to ask you this from the perspective of the the Avalanche world, media and fans in Denver or wherever Avalanche fans check in, because a lot of the dialogue after the previous two games between the Oilers and the Avs from an Edmonton perspective was great games. Oilers are playing well. They prove they can go toe to toe with the big boys, but I wonder what (laughs) is being said in Avalanche world about those two games and about the Edmonton Oilers. Well, I mean, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, it's like Judge Smales, and I'm no slouch myself uh, by any means. I mean, come on. You've got you've got two of the greatest scores in modern history perennially on this team, and now you have one team. Uh, the decor has stepped up offensive production. You have uh, the emergence of a guy like Yamamoto. I just think that the Oilers almost have not gotten as much credit as they should have. And maybe that was because uh, of the slow start. But I, I think that the fact that the avalanche were pretty much and both times after regulation, able to get four points versus the Oilers, that was kind of a small miracle, to be honest, uh, and both great hockey games um, for a myriad of reasons. But I think a lot of the, the the talk is is like, hey, if both teams take care of business, I mean, this would be about as good of a conference final as you could ask for. So, I think that the the compliments and respect really have gone both ways when it comes to the first two games in this series. All right. Well, I, I would love that if it was a conference final, but I'm I'm limiting that talk because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. So well, me, me too. I, we, you know, I, we've cursed it enough over the past couple yeah. of years, so I want to steer clear. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, the Avalanche are an absolute blast to watch, and, and they've done it. Uh, you know, Landis Gog and Kadri didn't play the last time here in Edmonton. How how is their health right now here with the playoffs approaching? Uh, Landis Gog is finally starting to skate. Uh, but you know, with the Avalanche having clinched the conference and the division, they're just trying to get guys healthy. Um, the last game in Seattle, you didn't have Landis Gog. Nico Rantanen didn't play. He was not feeling very well. Devon Taves is not on this three-game road trip. Uh, Eric Johnson wasn't playing. Nicholas Obey-Kubel uh, was not in the lineup, uh, just trying to, to heal some things up. So um, it, it's not exactly a, uh, a full squad at the moment, but the good news for the Avalanche is that everybody is is pretty much back and at least taking the steps to be back in the game. I mean, maybe even before the start of the playoffs. Now, Dawson Kadri did play uh, versus the Seattle Kraken in a 3-2 loss the other night. Uh but uh, so that's a good sign for him coming back. But you still have some uh, other members of the walking wounded. So but everyone's going to be on the ice this week, Ryan Murray included. And so uh, the plan is to have everybody ready to go for uh, May 2nd or 3rd. OK, and, and I'll ask you this because I have asked this uh, about t- to people who cover other teams and other markets. And it's certainly something here in oil country I talk about with fans every night there's always the oh no what if the pessimism yeah. and maybe this is a stupid question to a team that rarely loses in regulation time but do, do the avs have a flaw or do they have a um an opponent that's been under their skin 
that you, you do have lodged in the back of your mind for the postseason here? You know, obviously every team has flaws and, uh, you know, the, the avalanche, especially in the recent couple months, even when they're, you know, going 10, one and one in games before uh, this last stretch here, a lot of those, I think maybe even eight of those games uh, are one goal games. They're tight hockey games. They're close. Um, so it's not like the avalanche are just uh, railroading everybody that comes through. Um, I, I think that starts maybe they could be a lot better. And that has been a weakness for this team. And as far as individual teams that maybe you don't want, I, I think we talk about it more than they do. I, I'm convinced that the locker room doesn't care who it is. They don't care about division championships. They don't care about sealing the number one seed in the, in the Western conference. They don't necessarily care about the president's trophy. If it happens for the second year in a row, the Vegas series last year left a horrible taste in their mouth. So all they want to do is win. And I don't think they care about the opponent. Now, if you and I and fans are looking at it, we're saying like, well, I mean, do you really want to try and, and do that dance with Vegas again? You've played Dallas three times in the season series. You lost two of them, uh, and you won one. All three of those games in regulation, none went beyond uh, 60 minutes. So that's the likely matchup. Is that a thing where, you know, Dallas, they play that kind of style for the most part where they, they just sort of shrink everything down and almost take the joy out of everything. And Jake Ottinger uh, can, can really goal you for a couple wins in a series. So I, I think fans may not want uh, any part of, of Vegas, Dallas, or even Nashville because of UC Soros. But uh, I, I just think that the locker room doesn't really care. That's something that we talk about and they don't pay attention to. Yeah, I, I hear you there for sure. Connor, always appreciate your time. I, I hope we're talking in the postseason as well, man. All the best. We'll see you soon. I hope we are too, Reed. Thanks for having me. He's always a pleasure to have on the show. That's Connor McGahey, play-by-play voice for the Avs from Altitude Sports Radio. Both the Oilers and the Avalanche hoping to reach high altitude in the playoffs. And yes, the Oilers do clinch with a win tomorrow night. More on the Oilers and uh, other things going on in the hockey world with Craig McTavish. He's going to check in in the next half hour. Of course, you can get in touch, 780-496-0063. Back after the news and weather. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.